0: My offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of Divine Spirit. Please enjoy the latest podcast from the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living.
1: So in the Science of Mind, Dr. Holmes wrote this. He said, the universe is impersonal. It gives to all alike. It is no respecter of persons. It values each alike. Its nature is to impart. Ours to receive. The mind must conceive before the creative energy can produce. We must supply the avenue through which it can work. It is ready and willing. It is its nature to spring into being through our thought and action. Love that quote. So recently I received a wonderful email from one of our members who shared their enjoyment of our Sunday Sunday lessons and their appreciation for the various inspiring stories that I use to assist in teaching spiritual principles. You know, stories of overcoming the odds for a greater life journey, stories of proving that a medical diagnosis is not the definition of someone's journey or how one person through various small and positive acts may have a tremendous impact on all of humanity. You know, you know the stories I'm talking about. Stories about President Winfrey. I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thomas Edison, George Washington Carver. The news can just go on and on and on of individuals whose stories we have shared to demonstrate how spiritual principles unfold within an individual's journey when that individual consciously or unconsciously established the intention to live in alignment with divine presence. Now, admittedly, even, even for me at times, I know these stories that we share, they can almost feel larger than life because they've been so ingrained within our race consciousness and lore. But because of that email, I began to wonder, is there someone that you know or might have heard of who a conscious or unconscious intention to live in alignment with Source, whose life journey may not be known worldwide or found in any books or websites? An individual whose practice of spiritual principles we teach and live has absolutely transformed their journey, overcoming the odds of false obstacles, and who has had a far-reaching positive impact on humanity, as well as the evolution and expansion of divine consciousness. Remember, Holmes said the universe is impersonal. It gives to all it values each alike. Its nature is to impart, ours to receive. It is its nature to spring into being through our thought and actions. So for Holmes' words to be true for all, so that all move into this feeling knowing, this ease that the universe does work for all, it stands to reason that we must be prepared to offer the story of an individual who consistently practices and lives spiritual principles to create and demonstrate a new expression for their journey. An expression that evolves and has evolved far beyond their past. A story that proves the universe gives to all alike by springing into being through our thought and action. And that's the story I'm going to share with you today. Picture it. Springtime, Atlanta. 2003. This beautiful young woman walks into our spiritual community for the very first time. She is there because some fella that she met on Match.com just saying it does happen told her that he went to a New Thought church. And she told him that a New Thought church was right up her alley. She also told him that there's just not a spark between us, but she still wanted to go to church with him. And she did. And in the many conversations with this wonderful lady, she over the years, she shared about her divorce from previous years, her grown kids and how she wanted another serious relationship, but was not going to force one or was willing to settle for just anyone. And for the next two years, this lady took classes on spiritual living, learned the steps of affirmative prayer work, and truly embraced a consistent spiritual practice, even incorporating something at the time called Reiki. And she told me I wasn't sure if I would, she wasn't sure if I would approve of it, being a religious scientist and all. Well, in April of 2005, I performed my first marriage ceremony for this lady and her new soulmate. And somewhere in the middle of this story unfolding, she told me she was doing her affirmative prayer work, detailing her vision of her soulmate, what they would look like and act like and be like. And she was taking action by staying on Match.com, even at times going on blind dates. And from there, from the time I first met her, She never lost her faith in the power of the laws of the universe. She practiced principle and kept on keeping on in spite of, by my estimate, kissing a few toads here and there. Thus demonstrating the universe is impersonal. It gives to all alike, springing into being through our thought and action. This beautiful young lady whose journey I share and who gave me the privilege of officiating at her marriage to Donald is our own Diane Peters. Her story that we're going to share some of today is a story of consistently practicing and nurturing her divinity. And a story I believe will inspire anyone to utilize and practice spiritual principle so that daily they awaken to the limitless potential and possibility of presence within the dawn of newness, which is the title of our lesson this morning, The Dawn of Newness. Now I'm going to bring your attention to your affirmation card this week, and it's a affirmation of mine. that says, I experience all things new as I am the inlet and outlet for the vibrant energy of the potential and possibility of the divine. And where we want this affirmation to lead you to is stop trying to change stuff. Don't change anything. Forget about changing your past. Forget about trying to change you. Start embracing the idea that our role is not to change what was. Our role is to welcome what may be. And we do that by focusing on a new idea. We do that by focusing on a new vision. We do that by saying, you know what, this over here, whatever I live through, is no longer working for me. So it's time for me to be open and receptive to something new. And Diane's story is of an individualization of present goes far beyond her demonstrating her soulmate, Donald, and is demonstrative of nurturing a new idea and a new way of being into expression. Diane would say it has said to me over the years, you know, Tony, I've decided to do X, Y, Z and trust the process and know the universe will create something new. Now, I use the term X, Y, Z because there's been so much over the years, that she has said, I've decided to do, and she's gone and done it. At one point, she decided to give up her career as a paralegal and pursue her passion of teaching spiritual principle. She had no physical safety net that most people would be comfortable with in leaving the job they'd held for, for years. She just had a steady practice of spiritual principle and an unwavering belief her pursuit for this new avenue would be divinely supported and guided. And, you know, over the years, I've had many individuals say to me, well, I'm going to stop what I'm doing here, and I'm going to go pursue something new over here. And often that declaration would be followed with, well, you know, in doing so, I'm going to have to lower or stop my tithing. Diane's belief in faith, on the other hand, was so strong at the time, When she made her declaration, she said to me, so I'm going to go do this now, and I need to increase my tithe. And she did, too. Napoleon Hill said, first comes thought, then organization of that thought into ideas and plans, then transformation of those plans into the reality. The beginning, as you will observe, is in your imagination it's in the imagination it's in the vision that you are choosing to hold for yourself in the moment it is in the vision the mental images the spiritual prototype it doesn't matter what you call it that you say to yourself right here right now this feels good and this feels so good that I'm going to put my entire focus my entire attentive consciousness into creating this idea into living this idea And you do so not just by affirming it, but by then following it up with positive action. What's something that affirms to the universe that yes, this is now your new way of being. Your consciousness is so strong, your idea is so vibrant that the entire universe rushes in to support that new way of being. Diane said at one point this was just a few years ago. I've decided to go back to school and get my degree. She did. Then she got another degree, all while working and going to school. Then she started a new career in higher education at a time in her life when most people are beginning to contemplate their retirement. And just recently she got promoted, and she said, you know, Reverend Tony, I'm applying for a new job, so I need to increase my pledge. This was before she got the job, I kid you not. She got the job, and she never considered that she just might be the most more mature person in the class. She never considered that she might be the more mature individual applying for the job, or that she might not even get the job. She just focused on her ability to be that resonating outlet for this new energetic expression of source not letting the image within her imagination be diminished by the current physical circumstances. This is where we want to be. This is the example we want to follow. We have to decide what we're going to pay our in spiritual coin for with our attention. Are we going to give to the past, to the current set of circumstances, Are we going to hold on to that new avenue of being and trust and know and believe that the universe will support it into fruition as we move joyfully towards it, not only in thought, but in action and deed? Are you following that? Of course you are. You are a brilliant group. Stephen Covey said, the best way you can predict your future is to create it. Diane predicts her future by creating her future within the power of her imagination. I have seen it over and over and over and over and over again where she says, I've got this great idea, this is something that I want to do. And she goes and she institutes it. And I can tell you from experience, she does it all centered in principle because I will ask her, I will ask her, tell me, if she feels like she's hit a roadblock or something, and she lets me know that, and I will will ask her, tell me, how is your treatment work coming along in that arena? And she will share with me the treatment work that she's been doing. She never relinquishes her practice. And she's able to live these fabulous ideas and visions because she creates it within her imagination. She creates it within her imagination. Diane's journey and practice of spiritual principle demonstrates her awareness that she is something far more than her current experience and therefore is not bound to her circumstances or societal expectations. This is huge because people get so wrapped up in I'm this age or I'm this gender or I'm this whatever and, they, and they've got this old idea of race consciousness playing out that they can't do something because of that. And Diane refuses to be held bound to that. And this is the example, the inspiring life story I want us to follow. Now, at the end of the day, she'll be worldwide because we'll put this lesson up on the net. So maybe at the end of the service we can't say, this individual is not world known outside of our individual world. Okay, But maybe a few months ago, six months ago, Diane came to me in full confidence and she said, I'm moving back to Texas. I want to be close to my kids and my grandkids, and I'm not sure how I'm going to convince Donald to go. I don't know if we can sell the house. I don't know where we're going to live. I just know this is something I'm being called to do, and the universe will take care of the rest. And in less than six months, Donald is excited about moving to Texas. They have bought a new home in Texas and have sold their old home. Dennis Watley said, you have all the reason in the world to achieve your grandest dreams. In imagination plus innovation equals realization. Do you know how huge of a demonstration it is to make a declaration of buying and selling property within six months and make it happen? This is some powerful, centered treatment work, affirmative prayer work being done. This is someone that does not sacrifice principle even for a special occasion. This is where we want to be in our living what we know to be true for us. And I want to be clear. As I said, Diane came to us in 2003. So I know where all the bodies are buried. And it hasn't always been easy street over these past 15 or 16 years. Diane had a major health challenge a few years ago. And her first action was to call me for treatment and energy work, despite the severe medical diagnosis. And I told her at the time, let's just set the intention to sail through it. And that's what she did. No longer an issue for. Her. Even recently, with having knee replacement surgeries, yes, that is plural, plural and bone surgery, bone spur surgery, her first intention was to put into practice the knowing and idea that she would do far better in her recovery than the doctors predicted. And she did, too. Did she see me in that time frame? Of course she did. She understands that everything begins and ends within the creative mind of God. Healing, the transition the transformation begins and ends within God. But understand something. I just did the affirmative prayer work and the energy work. She was the individual, as is any individual that meets with a practitioner of any kind. She was the individual that provided the receptive and clear channel of consciousness centered in the faith and the power of God living through her, which allowed a new idea of her health and well-being dawn within her experience. For the record, even though Diane has always been a generous pledge member, she always requires me to accept payment, saying this is about being, being in the flow of energy. It's about energy exchange. Her practice of understanding of spiritual principle being demonstrated in words and actions is proven and shown and how she treats others. I will tell you this And how she lives with others. I've lost track of the number of fundraisers that Diane has done for us. Workshops, classes, etc. Beyond that, this is an individual that created an avenue to send care packages to our service members overseas. Tons and tons of care packages. This is an individual who immediately upon starting a new career in higher education found that some of the college students that were on government assistance and trying to make ends meet weren't eating. She took it upon herself to make sure that they had something to eat. She has maintained herself being in that receptive flow being in that receptive flow, by being the outlet for that flow. Now, Diane is a powerful spiritual healer with many of our members and friends sharing their own tremendous healings of working with Diane and her practice of principle. There is an obvious second nature acceptance of her individual divinity. Someone once said many are absent from their own greatness. Diane is clear in leading everyone to the awareness, the work they have done, she has done, they may also do, leading them into their own greatness. And many have followed in her footsteps of being an energy practitioner, which we'll discuss in a moment. And over the years at our center, Diane has been a congregant, a student, administrative assistant, a board member, teacher, and energy practitioner. And through it all, She has been a true friend to me and many of you. She has remained a friend who openly expresses her affection for all of us, and for me anyway, seems to never have an issue to openly expressing her frustration with something I might have said or done. Speaking her truth, living her truth, and trusting the process of spirit to heal, transform, and make all things new. She has displayed being a friend, not only to Reverend Tony, but Tony. And Tony can sometimes be a bit of a pill to swallow. <sighs> but isn't that what friendship is all about? Now, I believe I have not shared an inspiring story of someone who is not world famous, yet who has consistently practiced and lived spiritual principle to create a consistent demonstration of newness and good within her journey, a practice many would do well to emulate. However, if you recall, I also said, could such a person, someone just as you and I, could they have a positive impact on the betterment of humanity and the evolution of divine consciousness? Mother Teresa said, I cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. Years ago, in the religious science churches and centers, centers, well, centers work too, but centers, all one ever heard about or was taught from was the 1935 edition of the Science of Mind textbook. Now, what many people didn't know, honestly because they weren't taught, was that there was also a 1927 Science of Mind textbook. And in that original text, Dr. Holmes wrote about and addressed psychics, mediums, energy work, all in the affirmative. Around the time I was discovering the plethora of truth in the original text, Diane Peters approached me about training people for Reiki to become a part of their spiritual practice. And I was open to the idea, however, in religious science churches at the time, less than two decades ago, such promotion would be considered blasphemous. And Diane refused to take no for an answer, saying that energy work is the perfect complement to the religious science teaching. And I agreed with her. And so what we worked out was that we would begin training Reiki practitioners at TCSL. Only she had to agree that we would call them the wellness team and not the Reiki team. For those that remember that at the time. And because of Diane's drive to enhance the individual's practice of spiritual principle, TCSL became the first religious science center in the nation to offer Reiki training and services. Diane trained and practiced energy healing for a multitude of students, and I'm here today to tell you that her students have trained and practiced energy healing for a multitude of their students, many of whom claim our our center as their spiritual home, and many others who have taken their TCSL Reiki training directly into their centers, churches, and private paths. Diane did not change the world with her push to offer Reiki. She simply cast a mighty big stone across the waters of consciousness to create an eternity of transformative and evolving, expanding ripples of divine good. It is through Diane's practice of spiritual principle and teaching of Reiki to all who were willing, Diane has provided a positive impact for the betterment of humanity and the evolution of the good of divine consciousness. Understand, you too can cast a mighty big stone. Use this story to step into your greatness. Reiki team, please come forward and begin your assignments. So, I could not bring myself to say goodbye to someone, to Diane, who has been my friend and designer of my ministry and our spiritual community for so many years. I have chosen instead to say, so long. Yet, I did not want to send her off into this new adventure of her journey without some type of lasting recognition for the example of her being the outlet and the opportunity for the evolution of the goodness of the divine. Diane Peters, would you please come forward? Go with it. The highest recognition of religious or spiritual organization may, be, may bestow upon someone for a lifetime of work, practice, and living of spiritual principle is that of doctorate. Within the Centers for Spiritual Living, our home organization, unfortunately, there is not a path for either an earned or honorary doctorate for a lay member within the organization in the field of Reiki. However, in keeping in accordance with how you, Diane Peters, have personally lived your journey, practiced, lived, and demonstrated the highest of spiritual principles, ethics, ethics, and standards, I refuse to take no for an answer (laughs) and reached an agreement with the International Los Angeles Development Church and Institute to grant you a doctorate of spirituality and recognition of your positive impact... And the lives and consciousness of the many and the eternal consciousness of the divine. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you Dr. Diane Peters. And-
2: I'm speechless, <laughs> you know, Tony had told me he said, Well, you know, when you come, just be prepared for five minutes and, and just to say some, you know, party words. And uh, oh my god, oh my god, thank you, thank you. This cuts out so much work for me because I was gonna go pursue, and not a problem. <laughs> um, I, I, I just, I can't tell you, I, I'm, I'm at a loss for words. I am, I am so touched. You know, I told God, I said, please don't let me cry today. Let me get through it. And, you know, don't let me cry. And so what's, what's the worst thing to tell God? Don't let me. <laughs> okay, so bear with me. You know, I am, I see so many faces out here. And, you know, you guys were here when I started. And I (laughs) remember, and I remember, um, I remember when I started in 2003. uh, You know, everybody, obviously we're a diverse group. And I remember, you know, people coming up to me and it's like, but you're a straight woman. Why are you here? <laughs> and <I'm> thinking, <laughs> um, I think I, I'm not here to I'm not here to date. I'm here to strengthen my connection with God, and and that's what I have done on this journey. It's been what 13 years. 13 is a good lucky number. 15. 15. Okay. Oh it sure has. Oh my god. Oh Donald and I have been together that long. Okay. Oh and speaking of weddings, that was an that was that was phenomenal because the Tony and Dan show took care of setting everything up. We had the garden over in the old location. It was just beautiful, you know. Donald's family was oh wow. When did y'all come over here? And, uh, we didn't. That was that was Reverend Tony and Dan, and uh, you know, and, and other other friends that stepped in to help. So, I have um, this organization, and I'm going to say Tony, and I, and I'm not even going to give credit to the philosophy. Okay, because God is God, God is everywhere, in every house. And I give my ability to, and my privilege to have a strong connection to God, I give credit to Tony for that. Because I would sit there and I would listen, and it would, it, he just, it just made sense. And when I was looking, it was like when I was looking for a spiritual home, you know, uh, it was, I went to, we had Wednesday night services at that time and they had guest speakers and, oh, I can't think of his name right now. Jay, Reverend Jay, sweetheart. He He was a speaker and he was talking and he said, we metaphysicians, and as soon as I heard the word metaphysicians, I knew I was home. I knew I had found my home. And I have been here ever since. And I, I I remember immediately I I just wanted to be a part of the church. I wanted to be a part of the family. And I, you know, it's like volunteering. How can I do? What can I do? And everything anything that was if there was something that needed to be done, you know, I was I was in the middle of it. <laughs> good or bad. And um So I I just, I thank Reverend Tony and all of y'all, even if I'm just seeing you and meeting you for the first time, even though this may be the first time to physically meet each other on an energy level we have met before, okay, because even though, even if this is your first time in here, you've been here energetically before because that's how we all got here. We were drawn in. We were led to be here. And over the years, every time I would think, "Okay, I need to do something." You know what? You know, do what do I need to do? And it would you stay at Trinity. You don't go anywhere else. I have been at Trinity for all these years because of this man. And uh, and. It's just the family. And I've, I've played a lot of roles in this, in this church because, you know, at first it, it kind of needed a lot of support, but, you know, and I have to tell you that any heavy lifting I did was nothing in comparison to the heavy lifting that Dan Burns does. Did and does. Okay. And... And I don't feel so bad with leaving right now because it's like you know I've I've been gone for a while this year you know in and out with surgeries and stuff. But I don't feel so bad with leaving now because I know Tony has a whole new crew and and of of supporters and people that are going to make this this place grow and and. Um, just really take off and be a home for those who are looking. And so for that, I'm grateful. You know, it's, you know, God always told me, nope, you stay there and you help Tony. You know, you stay there and you help Tony. And then it was like, okay, it's time to go to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, well, I guess Tony has the help he needs now. <laughs> I, I can go. And sure enough, when I came back last uh, Last Sunday when I was able to drive, uh, it was like there is a whole new life that has been breathed into this place. The, uh, Tony, the the crew that you have attracted and brought in is, y'all are just, y'all are phenomenal and amazing. And so uh, I know that all I'm doing is moving down the block. And so I will still be here with y'all. Thanks to the internet, I can listen to the same messages that y'all get to listen to. And um, I know I'll be able to continue. There are so many of you that I am who I am because of you and because of what I've been allowed to do through you, with you, and all that stuff. And once again, it's because Reverend Tony has taken a lot of risk, and he's put his neck out there on the line a lot of times with ideas that I've had. And I am so grateful for that. Thank you so much. Thank you all. Know that I love you, and because I love you, God loves you as well. <laughs> because it's all one.
1: That's. So I just want to take a little moment and describe the importance of Diane's necklace. Um, For starters, it is a sterling silver chain and for me this represents Diane always being surrounded and centered in her individual divinity. The emblem is the Reiki symbol for Shokurei and the various um, others... Chakras, I'm sorry, thank you. And that... Um, just so you know, is made out of stainless steel, and it's made out of stainless steel to represent the steel magnolia that we know Diane Peters to be. <coughs> thank you. Thank you, uh, thank you. I believe I established and and fulfilled my intention today which is to say you do not have to be world-famous to practice principle. You do not have to have a life story that is known all around the world. You simply have to have a vision and a drive and the determination to not sacrifice principle, to say this is my new vision, this is what I'm going to do, and know and trust that the universe will support you, to never waver from your path never waver from your practice and if there's anything that you want I want you to take with you today it is this you may step into your own greatness you may step into your own greatness and you may do that not because I have suggested it for you because it is what the universe brought you here to do and so ends our lesson namaste All right, Um, for special music, I think you all may know this, and I invite you to sing along.
0: Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at TrinityCenterAtlanta.org forward slash donate.